We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luka. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Man, uh, the end is near for the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> they, uh, they had a couple of games over the weekend, road games, back-to-back. Uh, Saturday against the Miami Heat, Sunday against the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, both games were winnable. Uh, you know, it, it it seemed like, you know, they, they had their shots, especially in the fourth quarter. And, you know, as has been the case for most of this season, they just couldn't get it done uh, in either game. And, you know, it's crazy. Uh, the Mavs have been in, I believe, 50, I believe I read this right, 53 clutch games this season. It has been a grind of a season. It has been uh, a stressful season <laughs> uh, to have that many clutch games. And then, you know, they've they've lost over half of them. They're 25 and 28 in clutch games. Um, and the latest one was Sunday night, you know, uh, uh, less than 24 hours after Luka and Kyrie played huge minutes in Miami. Uh, they come out and they each play 44 minutes uh, against the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta, and they end up losing in overtime 132-130. to 130. Uh, It was an interesting game. It was, a, it was an entertaining game. I mean, the you know, obviously the Mavs, uh, it's the same old, same old as far as not being able to get over the hump, but, um, uh, it was an entertaining game. I mean, they, <clears throat> they fell down by as many as 15 points at one point in the third quarter. They, they clawed back, uh, at the end of the fourth, uh, they had a chance to, uh, take the lead. They were down by one <clears throat> Christian Wood had two free throws. Uh, he missed both free throws. Uh, JaVale McGee 
Well, actually, that came later. Uh, he missed both free throws. The Hawks tapped it out of bounds. The officials who, you know, they, they didn't have a clue what was going on for most of the night. They called a jump ball because they couldn't see who tipped it out. Jason Kidd had to spend his challenge on that, uh, which would come back to haunt the Mavs later in overtime. He he shouldn't have even had to use that challenge. They should have, you know, seen who, who it was out on and said Mavs ball, and then he wouldn't have had to use that challenge. Uh, but he did. It was Mavs ball with .4 left. Uh, JaVale McGee got fouled uh, on the ensuing inbounds play. No time went off the clock, so JaVale went to the line with two shots that could have potentially won it. Uh, he missed the first one, made the second one, and they went into overtime. Uh, and then, at the end of the overtime period, uh, they were tied at one, uh, Mavs and Hawks tied at 130. Uh, Trey Young had the ball, and Kyrie Irving got called for a foul, and by a technicality, I mean, maybe maybe it was a foul, uh, you know, but I I feel like that's one of those plays that, you know, could have gone either way, and I feel like if Jason Kidd wouldn't have had to spend his challenge at the end of regulation, he could have used it in that spot, and maybe there would have been a chance that, uh, you know, uh, Kyrie got overturned on that, on that foul call, and the Mavs would have had a a chance to win it because if they don't, if the refs don't call a foul there, Kyrie uh, has the ball in a one on nothing fast break and he gets to, you know, attempt the layup for the win uh, in overtime. So, unfortunate turn of events for the Mavs. They end up falling 132 to 130. Um, Kyrie Irving led the way. He tried to will the Mavs to victory on the second night of a back to back, playing 44 minutes uh, through that. Uh, plantar fasciitis in injury to his foot. Uh, he's just been kind of tolerating. Uh, 41 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, and a block. Uh, in 44 minutes, 16 of 27 shooting from the field. Uh, Luca, he showed a little bit more, you know, signs of fatigue on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, still decent numbers, though. 22 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. Um, one block, but he only shot 8 of 21 from the field and only 3 of 12 from deep, including the final shot where they were down by 2 with 1.8 left in overtime, and he shot a contested 3 from the corner, the left corner. Uh, and it looked like when it was going up in the air that it might be good, but uh, it, it, was just, it was just a little short. It hit off the iron. So uh, the Mavs. They fall to five games under 500. I believe my guy Kirk Henderson pointed this out last night. This is the first time they've been that far under 500 since two years ago, uh, 2021, when they had a demoralizing 31-point loss to the Golden State Warriors uh, in February of that year. And then from that point on, you know, they, they kind of got their stuff together for, for two straight seasons or at the end of the seasons and uh, made that – seven-game playoff run in the first round against the Clippers before ultimately losing, and then last season making it to the Western Conference Finals. Whew, okay, so this is, uh, I mean, it's crazy that it's come to this. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that a team with an MVP caliber player like Luka putting up monster numbers, you know, 33, uh, 9, and 8 per game, 
Uh, it's just it's crazy to think that this team is so bad defensively that it's offsetting the near historic, or maybe it is historic. I have to look at the you know the total numbers, but all I know is this offense that the Mavs have is really good, and especially Luca and and Kyrie Irving together. That duo is amazing together. I mean, it, it works. It, it flows. It you know it, they've. I know people question the fit, but I mean, I feel like they have a good understanding of how to take turns, and you know they're they're able to work with each other together on the floor, and then they're able to carry the offense themselves when the other one needs a breather. That's not the issue. Like the the Mavs have many many problems. Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic together is not one of those problems. It's just not. And, you know, I I just, I hate how lazy some of these national media pundits are. You know, like, like Kendrick Perkins taking a, a comment that Kyrie said after the Philadelphia 76ers loss uh, last, I believe it was uh, maybe Thursday or when, no, Wednesday night last week. You know, he took a post-game comment from Kyrie Irving where, uh, you know, Kyrie was talking about the, the West standings. He wasn't talking about his time in Dallas, you know, when he said how crazy things were in the standings. Well, you know, that quote got taken out of context, and it made it, a lot of people made it sound like he was talking bad about his time in Dallas and everything. I don't know why people do that. What's the point? Like, are you just trying to create drama for no reason when there doesn't need to be? I mean, by all accounts, Kyrie has not only been great on the floor for the Mavs, and he's played only 19 games for this team. Not only has he been great on the floor, he's been great off of it too. He's been a great teammate. He has been a mentor to guys like you know Jaden Hardy, who has had a, a breakout end of the season for the Mavs. Uh, our guy Grant Afseth, DallasBasketball.com, uh, recently did a one-on-one interview with Jaden Hardy in Philadelphia, and, you know, uh, Jaden was just going off about how Kyrie has helped him so much, you know, throughout this season, and being a leader, and Hardy soaks in his, uh, you know, his warm-up stuff, and how he approaches uh, taking care of his body, and stuff like that, so... I'm just, I'm so tired of the Kyrie negativity. I understand the dude has not had, you know, the best uh, reputation in the past, and there's been some things that have gone on in the last handful of years that have affected, you know, his his tenures with those teams, but this isn't the same thing going on now in Dallas. He He has lived up to what the Mavs hoped they were getting uh, in the trade. The problem is you gave up two starters. You gave up arguably your best uh, perimeter defender in Dorian Finney-Smith, and you've got to find a way to plug those holes now. So uh, the Mavs, they, uh, you know, we there's a piece up on DallasBasketball.com now, you know, kind of telling you what needs to happen in these last three games if the Mavs are going to make the play-in tournament. Uh, it's pretty bleak. I mean, it's not impossible, but uh, I wouldn't say it's, you know, a given either. Uh, you know, the Mavs, they would ha- here's some of the scenarios that would have to happen. They'd have to go 3-0, and uh, so they'd have to win these final three home games against the Kings. Uh, let's see. Hold on. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure I'm not lying to y'all here. Yes, okay, so the Kings, the Bulls, and the Spurs. They have to go 3-0. and Then they have to hope for OKC to either go 1-2 and or the Minnesota Timberwolves to go 0-3. Um, you know, if, if both of that, if all of that happened, you know, if the Mavs went 3-0, and OKC 1-2, and and Minnesota 0-3, then, you know, there's a scenario where the Mavs could – potentially jump up into that uh, 7-8 play-in range and not be at the bottom part of it. But, I mean, look, there's already been a report by Shams that the Mavs are considering uh, shutting down Luka and Kyrie for these remaining three games. Uh, (laughs) They're getting to the point where they're about to wave the white flag. It'll probably be determined by how Tuesday's NBA action goes. There's none on Monday night because of the college the men's college uh, national championship game. So, you know, uh, Tuesday is when that will resume. Uh, The Mavs will be scoreboard watching, and I'm sure based on how, you know, that stuff goes, uh, will determine how active the Mavs are uh, in these final games. So not all hope is lost, but, I mean, look, guys, at this point you have to consider just, you know, letting letting the, the final three games go and maximizing your odds uh, for the lottery, the the NBA lottery that will be on May 16th. Uh, As of right now, the Mavs, uh, you know, assuming they don't go up a spot in the lottery, 
if they just stayed where they are, they're going to keep their pick that was supposed to be owed to the Knicks this year uh, if it fell outside of the top ten. So they have uh, top ten odds right now. Uh, they are tied with Utah in the loss column. So, you know, if, if the Mavs lose out and the Jazz win another game, uh, they could potentially, you know, finish with the same record as the Jazz. and uh, Or if the Jazz win two games, they could finish better than the Jazz and end up in ninth. But if the Jazz win one game and the Mavs lose out, then you have a tie for ninth and there would be a coin flip there. Uh, so, I mean, there, there's a chance that the Mavs can, you know, make up some ground here and end up getting a better pick because if they stay in 10th, they'll have a 3% chance of winning the number one overall pick. Uh, they have a 13.9% chance of jumping into the top four, uh, with that, that number 10 spot. So, uh, I think the Mavs understand, you know, the situation they're in. I think there's not a ton of pressure with, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving and whether making the play-in is going to determine if he re-signs or not. I think the Mavs feel like they have a, you know, a pretty good chance of making that happen regardless. Kyrie has said on multiple occasions that this trade was about the long term. It wasn't about the short term. He fully understands the situation the Mavs are in. Uh, so, you know, I, I think his relationships with uh, – Jason Kidd, Nico Harrison, and, uh, you know, Luca and some of the other guys on the team in his short time that he's been here, I think all of that is going to translate into, you know, him getting a pretty nice payday on this next contract, and they're going to retool this roster over the summer and then see where they can go, uh, you know, from there. So adding a top 10 pick in this year's draft, which is super deep, uh, if you're going to have a top 10 pick, pick in a draft uh this is probably one you'd like to be in because i mean there's just is deep i mean there there's players uh pretty much anywhere in the first round who you know the mavs would be fortunate to add to their roster it's one of those to where even if the mavs stayed at number 10 you might want to consider trading back a few spots to get multiple picks uh you know that's how deep it is uh, my guy, Drew Johnson, my co-host, he is very big into the college basketball scene and knows more about these prospects than I do. So we will definitely have a bunch of content on that. Uh, draft boards, you know, who we think the Mavs should select, uh, what happens if they get the number one pick. Obviously, if that happens, you'd think that uh, it's a no-brainer that they select Victor Wimbanyama. Uh, you know, I I think that's the way they should go. But I mean, think about the trade offers they would get <laughs> if that happened. If they got lucky enough, uh, so uh, there's just a lot to consider uh, with with the the draft lottery coming up in a little over a month. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the the conclusion of this season. There's three home games left. Uh, it'll be over by this upcoming weekend. Wednesday is when they play the Kings after having multiple days off. Uh, then Friday they play the Bulls, and then they finish up uh, on Sunday against the San Antonio Spurs, which is kind of fitting uh, that it might be Greg Popovich's last game coaching before he retires uh, because Dirk's last game uh, playing was in San Antonio. Uh, and now Pop's last game coaching could be in Dallas. So, 
that's pretty cool. Pretty neat coincidence there. Uh, but guys, uh, I mean, we're, we're not done yet. We still have some work to do to get to the end of this season, but, uh, you know, we'll wrap things up formally when the end does happen, but that doesn't mean the end of, of Mavs content on Mavs step back. We will be, uh, going, well, how do I need to word this? We'll be diving in head first into draft lottery content, uh, you know, free agency content, different scenarios the Mavs can do. You know, what if Kyrie Irving signs a full max? What if he signs, you know, for less than a full max? Is there anything the Mavs can do, you know, based on this new CBA and the, the cap restrictions and all that stuff? You know, how does the, the Mavs' current cap situation affect their ability to potentially do sign and trades? You know, all that kind of stuff is going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, we can't wait to fully jump into to the offseason content because, I mean, look, I, I enjoy doing the in-season stuff and covering games and, uh, you know, stuff like that as it happens. And the Western Conference standings have been crazy to watch this year. But, you know, off-season content is kind of uh, kind of my bread and butter here. So, um, I'm ready to get it started. I'm ready to see how Nico Harrison, Mark Cuban, you know, take this uh, this tough pill they've had to swallow and make some significant changes uh, this summer. If they don't, you know, the, the heat is going to get turned up even more so than it has in the, the second part of, of this season. So, guys, appreciate it. Uh, y'all be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, I greatly appreciate that. It helps me out a bunch. Uh, and if you've listened to this pod before, you know that that enters you for a chance to win future giveaways. You know, if I can, if I can see your review where you left it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know your your name gets thrown into the hat uh, for those giveaways going forward. So, guys, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday. Let's have a good week. You know, the Mavs, uh, the Mavs stink, but, you know, that doesn't mean we have to either. Let's go have a good one. We'll see you. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.